I'm going to ask the children to come up to the front of the chancel and join me for the children's story, the wisdom story. So if you're feeling like you want to come down for a little storytelling, don't leave me up here by myself, please. Oh, thank you. And if you're feeling a little shy, just bring a parent with you or a family member. Hello. Yay. Welcome. Oh, I'm so glad you're all here. This is great. So you might want to scoot down a little bit, everybody. Just scoot down a little bit. Make room because there's a lot of people coming. Yeah. Oh, good. Yay. So, everyone, good morning. We are so glad you're here. This is a great morning. It's Easter morning. And the Easter season is a time when our Christian siblings celebrate the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. Hmm, resurrection, that's a mighty big word. Does anybody know what it means? When you hear, what, do you, what do you think it means? To come back to life, right. So coming back to life. So some Christians, many Christians believe that Jesus lived and taught and died and came back to life. And if you follow his teachings and believe in this, your life is saved here and now and saved in the hereafter. Now, there's many, all, many other Christians who believe that this story is actually a symbol, that it didn't really happen, that in fact Jesus died as an individual. It means that he died as an individual, but he rose up as a community of faith, that that's what the story actually means. And they have been arguing about this a lot. And in fact, everybody argues about it. A lot of arguing. Christians argue with other Christians, and Christians argue with non-Christians, and Unitarians argue with Universalists. Everybody's arguing for 2,000 years. I'm talking the truth there. So, but I don't want to argue this morning. I actually want to tell you about what one of the things Jesus was talking about and why I use Jesus as one of my wisdom teachers and he is someone that I follow. So I'm going to tell it to you this way. So what's up here, my friends? Candles. candles. What do you observe about these candles? What about them? They're, yes, they are all different sizes and shapes, that's right, and they, uh, some are tall, some are fat. This one is what? Can you see what this one is? A bird! That's not a pear! Okay, it's a bird. Well, I guess it looks like a pear from your angle. So, but what are they made of? What are they made of? Wax, but something else. What is that string called? A wax and a, who said wick? Wick, yes, wax and wick. That is what candles are made of. But if you were just looking at these candles like this, and you go, well, they're nice to look at, but this isn't necessarily what they're meant for, right? They're meant to do this. 
They are meant to give light and to shine. And we are like human candles. That's what we are. We are the wax and wick of what it is to be a human being. We have flesh, we have body, we have bones, we have brains, we have wounds, we have gifts. All of these things make us unique and kind of the same all at once. But we're more than just waxy human beings walking around. We're actually meant to do this. We're actually meant to have something catch our lives on fire and to shine through our unique gifts into the world and to appreciate how others shine their unique selves, their unique gifts into the world. And when I say everybody is meant to shine, I am not meaning that everybody is meant to be famous. That has nothing to do with it. It doesn't mean that you have to be a doctor or a president of the United States or make a ginormous discovery that heals some great illness and saves humanity. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about taking the simple things of who you are and setting your life on fire that you might be light for the world. And that, my friends, is what almost all faith traditions are talking about, how to set your life on fire and to be a light in the world. And Jesus talked about that too. What Jesus said, or what he talked about a lot, was something like this. He said, you must, in order to catch fire, you must love the ground of being, you must love this great mystery that is running through this life with all your passion, prayer, and intelligence, and you must love your neighbor as yourself as part of yourself. And when you do that, something happens, a spark happens, and your life shines. When we love when it's easy and love when it's hard, a spark happens. When we love our family and friends, and we love people who we don't understand or people who are hard on us, people we might even call our enemies, a spark happens. When we ask people to sit around a table and eat a meal together and share about their stories and we share our stories, a spark happens. When you are generous with your life, life is generous with you. That's what Jesus was talking about. And in fact, he said it this way. Let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be light, to shine out the God colors of the world. Love is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this. We are going to be like a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, do you think I'm going to set you under a bucket? No way. I am going to put you on a light stand. Now you understand this, now that you understand this, shine. Keep open house, be generous with your life, and do what you are meant to do. You are meant 
to shine. Cooper, would you help me? You are meant to do this.